Welcome to my podcast, The Cross in the Desert. I'm your host, Randy L. Noble, and thank you so much once again for taking time out of your busy life to join me today on my podcast. There is an incredible revolution for women's rights and freedom going on in Iran after the horrible, brutal death of Masa Amini, a young 22-year-old Kurdish-Iranian girl that was murdered simply because she wasn't wearing her hijab correctly. I want to read an outstanding article that was written by my wife, Becky Noble, who is a recent graduate of Regent University. She has her bachelor degree in communications and journalism. And this is an article that appears on gumshoe politics in her substack. It's entitled, Woman Murdered in Iran by Regime for Not Wearing a Hijab. Where are the feminists? Liberal women in America love to talk about how oppressed they are. They are, of course, oppressed by men, but if you compare them to other women around the world, that claim becomes instantaneously absurd. At one time, yes, American women did not have a lot of say in the direction of their lives, but with a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, American women were able to oversee their own destinies. We can work go to school, get married or not, have children or not. Our lives are in our hands. But in other corners of the world, nothing could be further from the truth. Americans have a basic idea of how women are treated in Muslim countries. The leaders of those countries like to perpetuate the myth that, oh yes, everyone is treated equally. That also couldn't be further from the truth. A recent event in Iran illustrates exactly what it is like to be a woman in a non-Western nation. If you go back and look at pictures taken before the 1979 revolution in Iran, you see a very modern society. Women that are dressed in the lightest styles of the day, even in bathing suits at the beach. But all that changed as the mullahs took over and made Iranian women second-class citizens. The recent event is the death of Masa Amini. Masa Amini was 22 years old. Masa was visiting relatives in Tehran from the town of Sandajar, Kurdistan. Masa was walking on the street with her brother. Iranian hardliners like when women have that male escort. She was arrested by the Gastir Shah, otherwise known as the Morality Police. They enforced the strict dress code for women. Masa was not wearing her head covering or hijab correctly, and a bit of her hair was showing. She was thrown into a van and told that she was being taken to the Vazari Detention Center and then would be sent to re-education camp. Gee, what could go wrong at re-education camp? While at the detention center, something happened. No one knows exactly what. Masa was taken to the hospital. Shortly after she arrived, she was declared brain dead. The Iranian government insisted that Masa was suffering from some sort of pre-existing condition. She just suddenly fainted and had a heart attack. The Iranian government insisted that Masa, well, she had this heart attack. But of course, Masa's family says that is not true. 
Opponents of the Iranian regime say that the morality police often treat violators brutally. And in this case, it was clear that Masa Amini was beaten to death. The residents of Masa Amini's hometown know exactly what happened to her. They know that this brutal regime beat her to death because a bit of her hair was showing from underneath a hijab. There have been protests in Sandaj, women and even men chanting things like, Death to the dictator. Shame on us. Our shame. Our all-dang leader. Death to Kamini. Out of these local protests, something amazing has begun to happen. Iranians who have escaped the clutches of this brutal regime are speaking out, making it impossible for the Iranian government to hide what goes on there and exactly how women are treated any longer. Marzea Amarazeda, along with her friend Miriam Rostenpour, were held in the Bazaar Detention Center in 2009 for professing Christianity and handing out Bibles. The treatment of female prisoners that Marzea describes is horrific. Very little food and clean water, sleeping on concrete floors, and subject to verbal and physical abuse. Miraculously, both Miriam and Marzia were released, and Marzia has become an American citizen. And by the way, she's running for state representative right where she lives in Georgia. Speaking recently of the upcoming arrival of Iran's President Ebrahim Risi to speak at the United Nations, she said, quote, It is so disappointing to see the Biden administration is trying to bury the human rights violations under the nuclear deal negotiations with Iran, appeasing the misogynist and criminal leader in Tehran, and lifting the sanctions and travel ban on criminal government officials and their family members who support religious persecution and the enforcement of Sharia law. The U.S. government is using our tax money to provide security for Iran's president, Ibrahim Rossi, who is famous, known as the butcher, because of killing many innocent Iranians. To attend this Muslim this month's session of the UN General Assembly in New York City. That is deplorable. Lisa Daftari is a journalist who focuses on Middle Eastern foreign affairs. She raised the most glaring questions in a tweet. She wrote, quote, Posting this again, and we will tell her story again and again until the West understands that a regime that will kill a young woman for showing a bit of hair should not be acknowledged. They should not be given billions of dollars to continue their butchery inside and outside Iran. The people of Iran are asking for our help. Where are the humanitarians? Where are the feminists? Where are the so-called champions of global rights? Where is the mainstream media? I guess when they defend Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, and the Taliban, we should expect them to, of course, defend the brutal mullahs who have occupied Iran. Close quote. And where is the mainstream media? It appears that Iranian activist Masih Alinejad at least found CBS 60 Minutes correspondent Leslie Stahl. And she found Stahl interviewing Ibrahim Rossi and waiting. What was she wearing? But a hijab. Alinejad also took to Twitter to blast Leslie Stahl for playing along, saying, quote, 
by obeying forced hijab, you legitimize our oppressors to kill more of us. Close quote. Marzea Amarizeta also slammed female European politicians who sweep the truth underneath the rug. The Biden administration and their willing accomplices in the mainstream media will not say a word when Iranian President Rossi speaks at the United States and comes to speak at the UN. To a president that is head of the party of women, a nuclear deal with Iran that will endanger the entire world is obviously more important than women's rights. I want to end this time on my podcast with a poem song that I wrote several years ago in tribute to Iranian women. It's called The Rose. There is a rose that was silenced that was crushed but it will grow again the sun will shine again you gave us hope gave us freedom gave us life your life will shine again the rose will live again this is a song poem the sun is gonna shine again The rose is going to live again. The sun is going to shine again. The rose is going to live again. Give me wings of freedom so I can fly. I want to touch the sky. I want to soar. Give me wings of freedom or let me die. I want to kiss the sky. I want to soar. I dedicate this special poem song to Masa Amini, who has sparked an incredible revolution all over the world for the freedom of oppressed women in the Middle East. God bless you, Masa Amini. And thank you so much for joining me on my podcast.